0: Today's episode of Spatular Extremities is on the Bronx-based anarchist zine Poison Pen, along with a preview of coming attractions. Hey, welcome back to Spatular Extremities. This episode is going to be on the anarchist zine Poison Pen. But before I get into the Poison Pen review, I've got a little business to take care of. On Friday, I'm going to be doing a longer review of a zine called Cinema Sewer. Now, in order to do a review of Cinema Sewer, I have to post some images that are, shall we say not really safe for work, so what I'm going to do is make that review a Bitshoot exclusive, because A, I'm not even going to bother putting it up on YouTube, and B, I don't even really feel like putting it up on the podcasting platforms, so if you're listening to this on Bitshoot, and you probably are, hit subscribe and make sure that your settings allow the uh, not safe for life videos to come through because Cinema Sewer is a very well-done and very fucked-up zine. I mentioned it on Twitter yesterday. It's just something for you to look forward to. But today's episode is on a rather interesting zine that came out of the mid-'90s in the Bronx. Poison Pen was made by two anarchist squatters who went by the name Dr. Malicious and Reverend Doom. And it is a fascinating glimpse into another time, on one hand, but it also has some practical applications on the other. Now, 1994-1995, we're talking the middle of the first Clinton administration, we're talking the beginning of the Giuliani administration in New York. And New York, especially the Bronx, still has a rather nasty reputation. And within this context, Dr. Malicious and Reverend Doom put out a zine that is a cross between anarchist screeds and survival tips. Now one of the first things that really kind of struck me about Poison Pen is that this comes from a time when the United States actually had a real hardcore left wing. These are your guys who are probably to the left of your average Ralph Nader voter and chances are they were probably too loaded to get to the voting booth anyway. In fact, on issue number three on the front cover, there is a picture of Bill Clinton with a pair of crosshairs drawn on his forehead and the words dead man walking pasted under the picture. Just try to imagine somebody on the left doing the same thing with Hillary Clinton nowadays, it's it's really impossible for me to imagine. Because for all of their whining about Bernie Sanders, most of these people wound up voting for Hillary anyway. But these two probably would have found Bernie Sanders to be a little too right-wing. To give you an idea, I'll read the uh, first editorial from Dr. Malicious, which is awaiting year zero. As I sit and ponder, humanity slowly plunges into the abyss. Ten millennia of mass murder knocks upon its chamber door. All political systems, including anarchism, is regurgitation. Even if such a system had a noble beginning, it soon degenerates into a swamp of feudal idealism, elitism, fanaticism, and ego gratification. I hold sacred only. One, self-preservation. Two, individualism and three, equality based on respect of the individual unless it interferes with the former sacred ideas. This is my opinion only and not a static absolute. My position is one of thinking paranoia, not stupid where you're on 20 hits of acid and thinking monsters are coming to kill you, but observant, cautious paranoia. Everyone is being classified. Birth certificates, social security, Driver's license, credit cards, 1040 forms, mailing lists, etc., into computers for bureaucratic or corporate functions, most not operating for your benefit. This is kind of hard to read. Forget about changing things, concentrate on changing yourself. You may open up one, two, or even 20 minds, but five billion? Good luck. I don't visualize a satisfactory society free free of war, pain, crime, etc. in my lifetime. To me, that means never. If it doesn't happen in my lifetime, it ain't worth doing. So, as you can see, this comes from a rather nihilistic standpoint. But there is this real emphasis on the power of the individual over the power of the corporate. And that really isn't something that you see on the left anymore. And in my mind, increasingly, it's something that you're not seeing on the right either. And one of the things that I find funny is that Poison Pen actually shows some sympathy to the the 1990s militia movement. These guys are obviously urban based and they don't agree with the policies of the militia group or the policy goals of the militia groups but they definitely see where they're coming from. And they even say something along the lines of, look, you should have expected Oklahoma City. So if you want to talk about your political horseshoe theory, this is a a very good example of it. The farthest right can actually find some common cause with the farthest left. But I mentioned that this thing has some practical advice, and the first article after that editorial is a list of items that you would need in a bug-out bag, which is actually pretty handy. Things like matches, a pocket knife, a nylon cord, uh, a space blanket, you can you can look it up and see all the rest of the things they they suggest. There's a section with some rather nasty improvised weapons, like a, a syringe full of Drano. There are tips on shoplifting, which I guess would be very handy if you're an urban anarchist. There are tips on surveilling people within your own movement. These guys were not kidding when they said that they're paranoid. The third issue even has a very handy guide to making your own jerky and pemmican. Now, Dr. Malicious and Reverend Doom are very pro-Second Amendment. They call themselves the Nihilist Rifle Association, and they have a section on the cheapest firearms that you can get. Now, this section is very out of date. Something tells me you can't get an SKS for $100 anymore unless the thing is, unless the thing is either non-firing or so dangerous it'll explode. Plus, I can't imagine any of this would be, would be legal in New York nowadays, but I think you get the idea. Oh, and by the way, here's an interesting editorial. If you're on the right, listen to this and see if you nod your head at all. This is called Four Legs Good, Two Legs Bad Department. Suffer the Children Again. Those numbskulls up there in Washington, especially the Republican Party, have been talking a lot about family values lately. Do they really value the family as a whole? Well, of course they do, but not for the reasons most people consider. No, I don't take it that they get all choked up and tear eyed when they see children uh oh when they see children, but they do love kids. Politicians being the demented twisted visionaries they are see too many things in children. They see an empty pot for starters to pour their shit stew of half baked truths and outright lies into cook to perfection. Interestingly, so rancid and raw is this stew that it takes twelve years to cook. They even have a funny name for it school. They see a calf which in 18 years time will turn into sheep to be sheared every year around April uh, but of their money instead of wool. They call this income tax. They see a kid ironically which again in 18 years time will become a goat all ready to eat the garbage of society for the next 40 odd years give or take a decade. You see after feeding all those kids appetizers in school they're now ready for the main course. Heh <laughs> heh. They see mules to tend the fields of the wasteland that society has created. After about 40 or 50 years, these mules would have been well, blah, pardon would have really made asses out of themselves. If you're a boy, they see a pig who can be herded into farms to be trained to kill other foreign swine while drinking and squealing at them in wartime. If you're a girl, they see a rabbit, lucky you. A rabbit whom, if she's pretty enough to meet a young buck, she can make little bunnies for the system and turn into, to turn into empty pots, sheep, goats, mules, pigs, and rabbits to keep the old machine running smoothly. Think about this the next time a politician wants to kiss your baby. See, as crazy as a lot of this is, uh, I think a lot of it is stuff that people would read nowadays and kind of nod their heads. And as you can see from that little editorial, this is not a partisan issue. We've kind of allowed ourselves to be herded into this professional wrestling stance, wherein we root for one side and the other side is the heel. But the truth is that any sane person with an IQ over 90 has to look at things and uh, be kind of irritated with the way they've been going for quite a long time. And you know, this review was not really intended to be a rant. It just sort of turned into that. But you read something like this, and I or at least I read it and said, you know, I don't really agree with their methods, but they're kinda on to something. So I would recommend Poison Pen to anyone who is feeling culturally disgruntled. I definitely wouldn't take it as an instruction manual, but it will give you some clue that no matter where you are on the spectrum, there are probably people in different parts of the spectrum who are saying the same thing. Now, the issues I'm going to be posting, the ones that are available, are issues 2 through 5. Unfortunately, I couldn't find the first issue. It's normally, it's normally part of my procedure to try to find the first issue of something. I found a website that ha- said that it had some of the original material from the first issue, but it redirects to some spam site, so don't even bother with that. I won't link that. One thing I will not do is I will not link you to spam, so don't worry about that. But give Poison Pen a look, and like I said at the beginning, I'm going to be doing the uh, the Cinema Sewer review on Friday. That's going to be a longer one. Um, as I as I mentioned, it's only going to be on BitChute. I'm probably not going to put it up on the podcasting platform, and it's it's not definitely not going to be on YouTube. I may do a review tomorrow. I'm not sure. The funny thing is, I have such a short attention span that I have to do this a lot. Otherwise, I'll just stop doing it. I tend to forget about things and move on. Um, Hit subscribe on BitChute. Uh, If if you're one of the few people who watch these on YouTube, subscribe there. Uh, Subscribe on the podcasting platforms. Uh, Follow me on Twitter, that is at Spatular Gene, that is at Spatular G-E-N-E. Also, Twitter is the place to let me know if you would like to co-host, or even if you just want to chat on one episode. If this topic interests you, uh, you know, that would be fun. I hope you all have a great hump day, and I will be talking to you very soon. Alright, goodbye.